The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. And that's because the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe has some great features like the available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, and much, much more. So think about those places that you want to go, the things that you'd like to do this weekend and where the Santa Fe can take you. Learn more about the all new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Freaking first cut. Golly! Welcome to the First Cup Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman. Tonight, we are talking the match. Mark Immelman is here. Mark, good to see you. What's up, boys? Nice to be back. And I am alive. Just been keeping on the down low a little bit. Yeah, working on my game. And I'm a solid eight and a half handicap right now. So we're trending in the right direction. I'd love to hear it. Greg Ducharm is here. Gregors, hey, bud. What's going on, boys? I've not been working on my game, <laughs> but I uh, enjoyed a little bit of golf tonight. I, I thought it was really fun. I, I really enjoyed it. Kyle Porter is here taking a break from mass production. Kyle, mass shipping. The the warehouse is uh, is behind you. Stickers and boxes and books and cards and everything else going out of the going out of the shed there. Yeah, so twelve days of Christmas. I need to have some more kids between now and like three in like two weeks from now when I ship these out to to get them uh, to get them boxed boxed up and out of here. But uh, no, tonight was fun. It was. I mean, is it like the, the, you know, U S open? No, but it it was fun and entertaining. Uh, I've got some thoughts on just kind of how the night went, who I thought actually was the most compelling person at the, at the event. So I'm, I'm excited to talk about it. Scheduled for 12 holes. Mark didn't take all 12, only took 10. Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth find victory. Kind of easily. They get up early on the second hole. They extend it to three up by the time they finish four. Uh, and they really never look back in this thing. Yeah. Uh, but but I want to echo what Kyle said. I think, honestly, um, of the few I've watched, this was by far and away the most entertaining. Um, I think JT sort of made the show a little bit. You know, he wasn't afraid to say what was on his mind and sort of act a little bit like – you know, boys will be bought when boys are playing nine holes of fun golf together. So that made it fun. And as far as the golf went, yeah, it was a bit of a pillow fight, to be honest, because uh, Rory looked lethargic and then he looked a little aggravated at the end. And Tiger, Tiger is rusty. I mean, that is clear. Um, he might be swinging fast, but he's not hitting the ball very square. And he fatted a few irons and s- sort of spun a few drivers. But it was good to see him back. And then, you know, Justin Thomas just looked awfully comfortable and speed fit, fitted in like he like he normally does. And so that's why they were the power. That's why they are the powerhouse pairing that they are. 
Yeah, under the lights was pretty cool, Greg. It gave us kind of, I, I thought that was smart to not only do it under the lights, but they kind of avoided some of the scheduling conflicts when you've got this time of year with the World Cup and uh, college football and you've got college basketball. stuff. I mean, there's like so much going on right now and they kind of found a couple hour window where they could get it in without much competition. Yeah, it felt, um, it, was, it was really nice. I didn't feel like I was missing anything. It felt like something I would watch. It was a casual watch. Like Kyle said, it's not a U.S. Open. It's not, you know, can't miss TV, but it's it's a nice watch. Um, I, I don't think it's something that you're turning off. But um, the lights are an interesting thing. I get it for the window. I love the viewing window. Um, but I, I did kind of feel like the darkness affected the golf a little bit. You had that situation early on where... Uh, where the shadows were affecting them that happened a few times, but it it was definitely different. It it was cool. Uh, I don't think it's the best way to watch golf. Uh, It was dark, but for sure. But, um, but I thought they did a really nice job considering. Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth, Kyle made seven birdies in 10 holes. Going to be tough to beat anybody, any team that goes out and and birdies 70% of the holes, but uh, they didn't find much resistance from the other side of this match. No, they didn't. Uh, Tiger was not. I mean, he, wait, what did he say at the hero? He's he's like, I can't walk, but I got every shot. It's like, eh, maybe, maybe not. Maybe not every shot. Maybe maybe a couple of shots. Uh, Rory didn't. I mean, he looked uh, not like the number one player in the world, which yeah, he probably hasn't played since what was the last event? The uh, Dubai. DP, yeah. Right. Probably, but probably but I mean, it's just 12 holes, not even 10 holes. How many, how many birdies? I, I thought he looked, I thought he looked, I thought he was disinterested. Now that's hard for me. That's hard to come through the, to come through the TV, but he was, he's texting right, right before he's ready to go out there. Put the phone down. Let's get into some action here. Rip it. So, so I, he, he was, he did, he had, he got one good line in on Spieth where he said, I've seen you, I've seen you miss those with a putter, which was, that was great. Yeah. That was, might've been the, that might've been the best line, but he didn't, he didn't really, he didn't even talk like he, he, he was just, uh, did you say the word lethargic? He, he was just kind of like, I don't know. He was just there. I, I Mark's right. JT, obviously, I mean, he carries stuff like this. He's so good at it. Uh, but I actually thought Spieth was kind of sneaky fun also uh, in a, in a way that he didn't try to do too much. Sometimes JT tries to do too much. Uh, Tiger almost always tries to do too much in terms of like their, you know, jokes and banter and stuff. Spieth, Spieth was, uh, he was like really entertaining. I thought just in kind of the way he bantered and he was kind of getting after tiger a little bit, but not blatantly. And so it was just, he was, was, I mean, he was, he was kind of irritating, which I feel like is pretty representative of what it's like to play against Jordan Spieth. I would certainly echo that. <laughs> you know, I watched him. I called him a couple of times at the President's Cup and he'll get under your skin fast. Not necessarily by what he says, but just by his manner. Uh, and, and so how he approaches the game. And I I, I did giggle at the, the quip that Rory made about having to hole out with a four iron or whatever. But when <laughs> Rory hit one left of kingdom come on the one hole there, that par five, and he goes, I don't know how to play this. Jordan, you always, yeah, what do you do? And that's, so, so that was sort of his moment. Um, but 
Uh, yeah, Rory looked like it was Christmas time. It, tr- it truly does. I mean, it was a big, long year. I'm sure he's, he's exhausted. But when Tiger comes calling, you go, yeah, I'm going to play. I'm certainly going to play for this good cause. But it, it, it appeared that JT and Jordan were up for this. And Tiger just, you know, playing under pressure. I always say that. It's a different thing to playing casually with your buds. And his ball speed might have been up, but he was mishitting some balls pretty bad. I mean, th- there were a few iron shots that he missed by 20 yards short of the target because of miss hits. Yeah. Let's, let's circle back to, I'm, I'm glad Kyle brought it up because that was the, the comment that tiger made before the hero, after he had to withdraw that he could hit all the shots. He just couldn't walk. Well, Greg, this was the time to, to prove those shots were out there for the first four holes. There was nothing close that resembled a good, a good golf shot. He did tighten up a little bit in the middle holes, but it was a lot of inconsistent play as you could expect ball speed with driver was there as Mark mentioned, but um, just uh, not a lot of great golf from the big cat. No, I mean, really the only, the only things that made you notice tiger was the ball speed. I mean, he was faster than JT He was faster than speed on a number of occasions. I don't, maybe there's one shot off the tee where somebody was faster. I think uh, JT was faster than Rory by one mile an hour on one tee shot. Um, but, but Tiger was usually in this was second there, which I thought was interesting. But other than that, there, there wasn't a really high quality iron shot from him. Um, it just kind of lackluster, if you will, the, the good shots that he hit on the green weren't tight. I, I, he made what a one birdie on number one. I think that was it. Um, so yeah, th- there wasn't too much to kind of turn your attention on Tiger other than the speed. But speed's a really important factor, uh, and it, and it's something you'd question with a guy that's getting older and a guy that's injured. And the fact that he has the speed is uh, is definitely a good sign. I, I'm not sure it means anything at all, but. Um, it's better than not having it. So th- that was the only takeaway from Tiger was the the speed. But Greg, to that, I mean, there were a few balls that he got up there into the high 170s, and he has been experimenting with a new ball uh, with Bridgestone. But but what I was concerned about was there was one, he cranked it out there at 178, and he was behind Justin Thomas by a good 25 yards. Yeah, He didn't launch the thing as fast. So clearly there's something amiss over there because it was coming off the face good unless – you know, some sometimes balls skid with the dew in the air and stuff like that. That you never really know. So yeah, the speed was up there, but he'd get higher speed numbers, but was well behind the other guys playing approach shots to the greens. The the thing that was the most impressive to me about Woods was those two high hooks that he hit on that one club hole. Yeah, that was and cool. That was vintage. And and when and, and that's almost. When I see that, I'm like, he's got to sort of play the game a little bit that way. Now, not playing on such wide corridors, but that's when he's at his best. He's the ultimate shot maker to me still. And he proved he had it. And and so that was like, right, he might have all the shots, but under pressure, yeah, there were a few too many misses in my opinion. Uh, well, we're going to talk about that one club challenge. The whole, I think it was the fourth hole where they played, all had to decide on a single club. They could not choose the same club. We'll, we'll get to that. But uh, KP, the only hole that Rory McIlroy and Tiger Woods won was the seventh that made it uh, 
that that shrank the lead to just being down two at that point in a 12-hole match. Not much runway to come back. It, it got to desperation mode very early, and that's where JT and Jordan Spieth thrive. They're feeling it. They're loving on each other. They're pulling out all the fun stuff, and it's it's almost impossible to come back from that. The, it, it was <laughs> it was a reminder that I, I can't remember off the top of my head what their match play record is, but it's it's sick. It's really good. It's like nine and two or something. President's cup, Ryder cup. And the whole, was it, I think it was nine where Spieth ran up and pulled the ball out of the hole and flipped it to JT. Like he was waiting. He was, he was like circling the hole, waiting for it to drop. And then he picked it up. Yeah. That, that's and, where he asked him how he, how they felt uh, Rory and tiger. <laughs> right. Yeah. And like right now that was, and that's sort of what I'm talking about. If Spieth was kind of, he was kind of jabbing at him and they, they didn't respond. It was kind of odd that, that they, they just wouldn't engage him. Speed is so annoying and just he really is hilarious. <laughs> He's like the little dork that, 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 that sort of at school, you're like that guy. I mean, the, that very same hole that you talk about where he got the ball out the cup. He's off the green. It's this lightning thing down the hill. And he pulls, calls JT, and he goes, well, you know, I, I guess if I get on this line, it can't miss, right? And JT's like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> and the guy nearly boxed and then he, off the green. Oh, it's crazy. And then he almost made it. He uh, was left it like two inches short. So, yeah, they, they – they, Tiger and Rory had some problems late, especially. And then Spieth and JT, the way they closed it out was pretty emblematic of how the night went Spieth, or just how their careers have gone. Spieth hits this yeah. spinning shot out of the, out of the pine straw and puts it to, I don't know, seven, six feet, seven feet. And then JT hits this sick hooking wedge that backed up all the way to the hole and was, he was going to make if, if Spieth didn't. So I, those two shots at the end were, were pretty nasty. They were the two best shots of the whole thing, Greg. And um, yeah. yeah, so Spieth went with, so when they have the lights out there, if you get far enough offline, they have to bring a guy who stands behind you and holds a bright <laughs> spotlight, which normal, is normal sport, <laughs> which is amazing. So we've got guy holding spotlight behind Jordan Spieth in the pine straw. Uh, Spieth hits it to five feet, which frees up Jordan, uh, Justin Thomas to hit this. Uh, how do you even describe this, Greg? To me, this looked like, a wedge that he drew 20 yards and spun it back uh, 30 feet on the green. And like humans can't hit these shots. No, I think he hit it. I don't really think it spun back. I, I, from my view, yeah, kind of to the side, it had a lot of spin on it and then caught a slope. Right. Cause the, the one thing he said was imagine if it just went straight into the bunker (laughs) and I don't, I couldn't quite tell, but it looked to me like it didn't miss the bunker by very much. So I I don't know if that curved 20 yards. I I think that probably curved five yards, but had left spin on a left slope with with enough spin. So it was really cool. I I don't think in a tournament situation he would try that shot considering what he said. Imagine if it just went straight. But I mean, he's just playing around, which is really what the whole thing is. Yeah. Uh, You know, the, the whole thing is playing around and it's cool to watch these guys play around. 
Um, which leads me to some other thoughts on the kind of whole general concept of the match. But yeah, those were those were really cool shots. The disappointing thing is that it ended it, uh, even though Rory had a really good one in there too. Um, but it just it it ended it took a long time, but it ended really quickly in a way. Yeah. You know, ten holes in like two and a half hours. Yeah, it was you sort of got the feeling that Rory and Tiger were getting the last rights from about the sixth hole already. And it, it kind of needed to end, really, to be honest. But but that wedge shot, you talk about JT trying that stuff. I mean, remember the Players' Championship when he won? Oh, yeah. He shots he hit there with a five-wood on 16 and 18. He's not yeah. to move the ball through the air like that. And, and that was that was vintage. And, you know, I had to laugh because Spieth is out of position off the tee again. And I kept on seeing him in the shadows. And I, I'm South African, so I guess it reminded me of um, the Lion King, right? And there's Mufasa pointing to a little Simba guy. You see there where the shadows are? You don't go down there kind of thing. He's coming <laughs> out of the shadows yet of like five, six feet and then making the putt to win. And then the fact that he actually acknowledged that to Justin to say, yeah, well, that's kind of how it goes with us. That was also a little jab, but to his teammate. Three, three birdie putts on 10, all within seven or eight feet that got there in very different ways. Speed from the pine straw, JT with this incredible ropey hook, and uh, then Rory McIlroy, who just throws one a billion feet in the air right at the flag and drops it on yeah. it. So. And, and he said that too. Like, I guess, well, I'm just going to kind of go right at it. <laughs> like, I guess I'll be the boring guy here. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of different ways to get it done. I want to talk about the one club challenge. I want to talk about uh, obviously where we're going to see Tiger next and a couple of other uh, nuggets before we get out of here. But first, we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. Did you know that more than 75% of Americans will experience foot pain in their lifetime, but only 10% will seek out a solution for that pain. Those numbers do not add up to me. And I know it can be confusing the biomechanics of the foot, the bones, the muscles, everything in between, but solving foot pain is simple. And that's where super feet comes into play. These super feet insoles go into your shoes, give your feet comfort and support where they need it the most and redistribute the forces that reduce both stress and strain through your entire body, not just your feet. Insoles have been uh, phenomenal for me uh, personally, and they are clinically proven to decrease fatigue, reduce injury, and improve comfort. I can attest to that myself, especially when walking uh, a lot of golf holes that I play. So if you feel good, you play good, you look good, everything works out from there and it starts from the bottom up. Visit superfeet.com and enter promo code FIRST at checkout for 15% off your first order plus free shipping. It's a really fine line creating workout clothes that are great in the gym and workout clothes that are also great to look at outside the gym. And Viore has threaded that needle. They are designed to work out in, but they don't look like it. They don't feel like it. And it's incredibly comfortable stuff, whether you are running, training, swimming, doing yoga, running errands, lounging around the house. It really doesn't matter. These are versatile clothes. You'll find me often in the men's Sunday performance jogger because I, I like the jogger situation that goes on down at the bottom, but they're very comfortable. Uh, they've got a little bit of a shorter inseam, so they're not as bulky as as other pants or other joggers that I have seen out there. And I've really enjoyed how they work both in and out of the gym. So now here's what you can do for four our listeners. Uh, first time purchasers are getting 20% 
off, all you have to do is go to viori.com slash first. That's V-U-O-R-I.com slash first. Again, not only will you receive 20% off your first order, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75. And here's my favorite part, free returns. Yeah, go check it out. Viori.com slash first and discover the versatility of Viori clothing. And we're back. KP, this one club challenge that they do, this ends up oftentimes stealing the show, especially if the match is not super competitive. And the way that they do this is uh, each golfer uh, can only use a single club for the entirety of the hole, including putting with it. And they go in order. And once one of them chooses a club, uh, another guy cannot. So for example, uh, I think Jordan Spieth was the first to go. He, he says four iron. Well, now Justin Thomas can't take four iron. He ends up taking five wood, which leads Rory to take three iron. And then we eventually find out uh, a couple of shots later that, that Tiger has opted for five iron. So this, this really demonstrates how insanely good these guys are at hitting a bunch of different shots, a bunch of different ways. I'm not exaggerating when I say I think the match would be better if it was just a maybe not a one club challenge, but like a three club challenge, because I mean, listen, like we see these guys hit driver seven iron every week of the year, right? It's 50 weeks out of the year. You're watching them hit just just play regular golf and you don't get a sense for how good they are until they start hitting like high cutting three irons to, to like 180 yards. You know, like it's, it's, it's a shot that us clowns could never even like comprehend and they can, they can hit shots like that. And I would, I, I thought it was the most entertaining 15 minutes golf wise of the entire thing. It, it's just, and it puts them in weird spots and it creates better banter like the whole thing i thought was was fantastic and i gotta say uh joseph lamagna who people should be following he's, he's a really good follow on twitter and just a good dude he has he talked and this is not like you know an original thought idea from him, but he's been pushing for like make an all-star weekend with the, with, with, uh, with all these players, give them insane shots to hit chips, whatever you want to do. And his idea was actually to, to funnel the pit money through that instead of this <laughs> just absurd online algorithm that nobody understands, just, just put all the money in, in all-star weekend, pay the guys through that. And it's, it's more, first of all, it's fun, but it's also more, uh, it, it's, it's, uh, it, it's not as obfuscated by like, Oh, what was this guy's meltwater mentions on the internet from January to March? You know, like this is just a, this is an absurd thing. So I, I hope we see more of that, not only at the match in the future, but also just, I, I think, I think you could, very easily put together an all-star weekend for the PGA tour. That would be a ton of fun. Uh, some of the situations we saw Mark highlighted by Tiger Woods, having to step on a five iron, which includes him turning himself 30, 40 yeah. yards to yeah. the right and try to hit a huge hooky draw. Yeah, no, that was impressive. I mean, I referenced them earlier to stand there and he, the tee shot was incredible because I'm the kind of nerd that pays attention to this stuff, but it's a five iron and he had teed it up slightly higher than he ordinarily would on a par three if he's using a tee and whipped it straight off of the top of the tee. Didn't disturb the tee whatsoever, which speaks to the angle of attack he was hitting so up on this thing to launch it. And then he's in the other fairway and then he hits a high hook over a tree, which is not easy 
easy at all. Uh, what was surprising to me, and that sort of spoke to the fact that he's just not sharp, obviously, was typically he's the guy who's not afraid on the golf course. I've seen him chip with seven and eight irons at times when the modern day golfer just goes with lob wedge and turns the thing down, sort of de-lofts it. Um, where Tiger had this five iron then, and he's got a basic shot. He hit it exactly where he wanted to the second. So he had the length of the green to play up, and he just smashed this thing through the back. And I was like, uh-uh, that, that's not Tiger Woods when he's at his best. Uh, but th that was incredible. And then to see JT go with a five wood and then try and carve the five wood in there, but get it up and down with a five wood too, that sort of speaks to his quality to me because – Remember, that's what we did as kids, right? Where you play a game around the green with one club and you've got to putt out and do stuff. And it looks to me like he's still that sort of guy that would <laughs> get out there and he learns it from Tiger to go and take one club and just manufacture stuff. And the fact that he made a four on a par four with a five wood only sort of speaks to who he is. I mean, it, it was entertaining. It's nice to see. And for those folks wanting to learn, it's a great way to go ahead and learn and learn about spin and speed and just yeah. creativity. I, yeah, I, I will say I, that. Go ahead. Sorry, real quick, Greg. The the speed going after Tiger stuff is all fun and games until Tiger's the captain in, of the Ryder Cup in 2025, and he needs a captain's pick, and he leaves them off. <laughs> it's because of the match seven, <laughs> uh, Greg. Yeah. So so JT uh, wins this uh, wins this hole with a four, a five wood four times, which he told us afterwards. He says he you know easy part was just five wood, five wood, five wood five wood to get it done putts with it chips with it from off the, from behind the green with Catherine Tappan and Jordan Spieth holding the rope above their head it, it's just we were already creating content for normal sport three it's unbelievable <laughs> yes yeah it's a really good point um, I do think from a golf perspective once you get around the green the five woods the advantage Mm -hmm. I, I think there's a situation where a five would, if you're a player who's practiced that shot, that might be the right shot in the place where JT was. It's a kind of an easy shot. If you practice that a little bit, it doesn't take a lot of practice. You just kind of get your touch with it. Um, so I, I do think he had a big advantage there, big disadvantage on his second shot. Um, but all in all, it's a, it's a cool challenge because there's there's a lot of decisions to make. You know, do you want to have a club where you can do something around the greens? Um, Tiger, I know. I, I mean, Tiger, Mark, to your point about him chipping with seven and eight, eight, eight irons, he hits four iron chips. Yeah. He did at the Masters this year. He was on number 14. He, he talked about it afterwards. He was long of 14. He had a four iron chip, uh, which is... Is something he wrote an article in Golf Digest about years ago. So, you know, but but the point is it brings in a lot of decisions. Uh, and when you have players mic'd up, you get to hear their thought process on it. So I, I do think that element's really cool. I would, uh, Greg, I've seen him, I've called it, hitting a greenside bunker shot like 35 yards of carry with an 8-iron laid like wide open, and he hit the thing to 10 feet. And yeah. he used that same 8-iron. I was on the call when he was down there in Mexico. Last hole, ninth going up the hill. He's got a iffy lie at best, big tree in front, uphill, and he carves his 8-iron out there, 30-yard slice, hits the green, spins in there to 10 feet. I was like, wow. Oh, I remember that shot. Yeah, it's it like spun a all the way across the green. Yeah. He can. It's like a magic wand in his hand, which was surprising to me at the miss um, with that five iron. But but to the um, to to Kyle and the and the one club hole. 
obviously the guys who had the honor get to choose what club they would use. I think the only way you make this more interesting is if you have the honor, you look at the opposing team and go, all right, Tiger, you play with a seven iron on this hole and you do this with a wedge or whatever the case might be. And then you start to get, and then they fire back with their selections and you make it a little even more creative. I'm generally happy to bash a, uh, a broadcast or a, or a telecast KP, but I got to tell you the, the, the Brian Anderson, Trevor Immelman, Charles Barkley combination does it for me. Okay. BA, BA gets to be like the straight play by play guy. Trevor gets to be the conduit from the fans to the players. And then Charles Barkley just gets to be Charles. And it's it like, it works so good. It's so good. I, I actually think that, uh, Barkley will bring like his his gravitational pull will kind of bring um, BA and and Trevor in sometimes where where uh, BA asked uh, told, said that Tiger was getting a stroke on the seventh yeah. hole right yeah <laughs> yeah Charles like gives everyone permission to be like a little naughty <laughs> yeah because it, whatever they do in comparison to him is going to be like it it's like right. the thing where you don't have to. Um, you don't have to outrun a bear. You just have to be faster than the slowest guy. Right. <laughs> Barkley's always the slowest. I mean, <laughs> the slowest guy, right? Like you just have to, you just have to outrun him. So, uh, yeah, the the broadcast is, you know, I it just it, it, yeah, it works. And I think part of that is that when they switched it to twelve holes, like there's just more. Um, I think excitement around like, Hey, this is not going to, we're not in for like five and a half hours here. We're right. just going to kind of get in, get out. It always goes quick. I mean, relatively quick. Uh, and Barkley is just Barkley is absurd because I mean, he compared himself to Calvin Pete. He compared <laughs> his game to Calvin Pete. He, uh, which is just like the opposite of what, what he actually is <laughs> in terms of golf. He, he's, he, he'll say stuff too, that you're like, can are you can you say that where he's like, hey, TNT has got seven hundred commercials to get <laughs> right. in, and you're like, are you allowed to say that? Well, or, or actually, he'll ask got- a question. Or he'll ask a question that you don't know if he's serious or not, and you're like, I think I have to answer this. I think I have to answer this seriously. <laughs> I tell you, I tell you what, I giggled every time he said it, and he said it like three times. Where when he was talking to JT, talk, talked about Alabama University, and it was yes. like a low key. I mean, when I first heard him say this, I'm like, he's got this wrong. But then I'm like, I don't know this is calculated and he went on yeah. until JT bit on it. it was For sure. It's, it's, it's fantastic. Uh, uh, does it, I, there can't be, if they do the, if they format it right. And I think they are, I, there can't be enough matches. Like they're great. They're, they're fantastic for what they are. Uh, Greg, I think you had alluded earlier to maybe some, some tweaks or some things that some concepts that you would like to see different. Would you like to circle back on those? Yeah, I, th- I think um, for one, a lot of the things you guys mentioned, I agree with. I like reducing the number of people in the booth, um, I, but I, I don't think we need to do all the stuff on the T, all the interviews. Um, I, I don't think I think some of that stuff is still forced. Well, this yeah. is the best one. There's still too much forced fluff. And I would love to see you got four guys in individual carts and I would love to see them go play an 18 hole match, but take the total time from whatever this was two hours and 45 minutes or 
three, you know, two, yeah, maybe 245 for 10 holes and make it three hours for 16 holes, but just c- cover the golf. And all of a sudden you start to get a sense for their interaction with one another. They're interviewing each other in a way throughout the entirety of the round. And it just, it felt to me like just four buddies kind of playing golf together, but they happen to be legends of the game. Um, they happen to be the top four in the PIP this year, which is just, I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. But um, but if you just let them play golf a little bit more, I think you'd have something. I'm not sure if this works best in the business model, and I understand that. But this, to me, the, the one downside I would have from it it's like you if you when you play around a golf yourself and it takes four hours, but it feels like it takes five because you're waiting on a group in front of you constantly. Or it, it's a four hour round for a twosome where it it's just it takes too long in between shots. I, I don't think the total time is the problem. It's how much waiting you're doing in between. Uh, and and I just I feel like there's just still too much waiting in between. It's how much time it feels like. Right. Right. And I mean, I really enjoy this. I I could see this being on if it were a little less fluff. If you just let Jordan Spieth, Justin Thomas, Rory McIlroy and Tiger Woods go play 18 holes. This could live for 100 years on YouTube. Right, I mean, a hundred years. You think yeah, YouTube will be around Maybe. in a hundred years? In a hundred years, yeah. YouTube will be embedded in your brain and eyeballs, and you'll just think of a you'll, you'll think of the match seven, and you'll close your eyes, and it'll just be projected in your brain. You, I, I, but, you know what I thought right. was what I thought was hilarious was uh, this sounds like I'm kidding, but I actually did think it was funny was watching Spieth drive a cart. He just always like he can't do anything like a normal human. No. <laughs> <laughs> and not, they are all they are helpless to leaving towels and clubs and everything all over the place. They like have ne- they cannot do anything. But they need a caddy out. They need somebody out there with them. Like if you just followed Spieth around with a camera, just in his normal like regular <laughs> everyday life, it would be it just it would be preposterous. Like the way he just does everything. He's driving like the first hole. He's dri- he was driving like out of control. He's taking selfies even after taking the pledge. Like he was <laughs> he was out of his mind. This is just it, it. I think it's just how he lives life. Like I think it's just who he is. Which is uh, again, the, there's a reason it's. Uh, the FDA has not approved Jordan Spieth as, as, as a drug. <laughs> <laughs> Any other format items before we talk about what is next, which, uh, spoiler alert, PNC Championship is next. Any final thoughts on the match here? Yeah, I said YouTube. I meant the YouTube. Sorry. Right. Oh, yeah, the, the YouTube. That's good. Good correction there. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Uh, all right, Mark. Well, we're talking right now on a Saturday. And uh, next Saturday, a week from today, will be the PNC Championship, mm-hmm. which we will see Tiger and Charlie and a variety of other family uh, pairings battling it out again. So after no Tiger for a long time, we got the tease of Tiger at the Hero, and now we're going to get Tiger for for two weeks on television. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to seeing how he comes out. I, I feel like knowing Tiger the little bit that I know him and, and the guy that he is, he's gonna he, he knows now how he feels under pressure. He's going to go work hard. I know he's sort of playing it off a little bit and playing it coy to say, well, I'm just going to drive the card and Charlie's going to play. Um, Tiger's got a whole bunch of pride about him. And remember, they came up a buck shy last year to the dailies, I believe. Well, I'm yes. Sure, yeah, yeah. John and, and little John will be back, and Podrick Harrington's been playing some great golf this year, uh, and, and so it, it's going to be a fun event. It always is, but I'm I'm certain Tiger will be sharper uh, for various reasons. Uh, during the daytime, is going to be a lot warmer than what it was in the evening, even though it was in outside of Tampa. But I expect he's going to go and log some time now because he has an idea of okay, this is what it feels like under pressure, and so I look for Tiger to be better, but I'm. You know, Tiger, I think Tiger's going to be the, the byline. I think Charlie Woods is going to be the headline the whole time. Yeah. Because I- they're salivating after this. And and just a little tease, um, I, I did those swing thoughts. It was called with the PGA Tour. Well, we've done a deal to do another eight in January. And one of those is Charlie Woods. So if, so if the tour are identifying this sort of stuff, then you know how I'm um, attractive, how attractive this guy is as a property. So I have to think there'll be more eyes on Charlie than there will be on Tiger. I, th- I think Mark's right. I, I think that, I mean, Tiger talked about it tonight. He's like, yeah, Charlie outdrove me a couple weeks ago. And I think, I think the last couple of years, I, I'm not going to spend more than a minute talking about a, how old is he? 13, 14, whatever he is. Yeah. 13. The last couple of years, it was this like kind of fun not silly, but just like a cute, like father something. I think Charlie's going to be kind of nasty this year. Like, I think he's going to like be lights out, like really good. Uh, I, again, I don't know how old he is. He looks a lot older from the from the pictures at the hero. So he's thirteen. Thirteen. He yeah. looks older than that. I think I the think. hormones are setting in, judging by the way he was looking compared to Charlie a year ago. It's yeah, like- so I, th- I think he's going to be pretty pretty sick. Like he's going to play some good golf. Think about how he looks at 13 compared to what Tiger looked like at 13. That's <laughs> not even a contest. You Tiger know, was I mean, so skinny. So skinny. I mean, at, at 21, he was so skinny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah but Charlie's Tiger, not. Tiger at 13 was drinking milkshakes and eating cheeseburgers. I'm sure he's got Charlie on, on vegan protein and stuff like this and working out in the gym. Tiger's, Tiger's marched this road, so if his kid's serious on playing golf, Hell, he's got Yoda in front of him. All he's got to do is right. do what dad tells him to, right? All the opportunity in the world if he wants yeah. it. The answer is there. It's all there. Uh, okay, gents. Well, anything else that we must talk about? I didn't think so. All right. We're going to put a bow there. And we'll be right back at it again next week. Obviously, PNC Championship and whatever else happens in this crazy world of golf for now. 
Big thanks. Producer Troy does all the hard work behind the scenes. Mark Immelman available on Twitter at Mark underscore Immelman. Greg Ducharme at The Real GFD. Kyle Porter at Kyle Porter CBS. And you can find me at Rick Run Good. This has been The First Cut. We'll catch you next time. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.